You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in this Wednesday show for you. We've got a good show to go over. We're going to go over some things going on in Bachelor Nation. We're going to talk about the endings that people are guessing. As of yesterday, as of this recording, nobody has guessed the unprecedented or thing that never happened before at the ending of this season that Joey and the show are promoting. But we will go over some things that Us Weekly had in a column because they're trying to guess, and we'll go over those guesses as well. Also going to talk a lot about Vanderpump Rules because I watched the episode last night, but the bigger thing is what Tom Sandoval said to a New York Times feature article on him, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's got thoughts on this thing. We'll get to all that momentarily. So let's get started with this. Yesterday, on the podcast, I had talked about a tweet that I tweeted out on Monday night, to be exact. Let's pull up that tweet. The tweet said, what did it say? Um, Tomorrow's certainly going to be an interesting day. Frustrating, but interesting. So I came back yesterday, and I told you, I was like, look, I finally heard the first rumblings about what happens in this unprecedented ending. But because I didn't have all the details around it and it did present me with some questions, I was like, I can't share it. I want to know all the details. And I think I'm getting closer to those details. And when I look at it, I look at everything overall and I'm like, holy, okay. Like I said, it was it was interesting. And I do think it's, it is important to how we get to the point of the end of this season. So that is what is consuming me right now is finding out what the hell happened. What is this first thing? Now, in levels of importance, scale of 1 to 10, I'd say it's a 5, 6. It's not a blow your socks off moment. And I don't think it's a one either. I don't think it's a nothing burger. It's definitely not nothing because it's never happened before. But it kind of shapes to how we get to the end of the season. So now yesterday, and I told you yesterday, in terms of anybody that had messaged me, anybody that had emailed me, I, I nobody had guessed it. And so Us Weekly has put this out there as well. They wrote an article yesterday saying, how does Joey Grazde's unprecedented season of The Bachelor end? Four final rose theories. And they went over things that have happened in the past. They, they, they labeled four things that have happened in the past. The Bachelor doesn't propose. Well, that's not it because that's happened several times. The Bachelor picks no one. Well, that's happened. Brad Womack picked nobody in season 11. Bachelor changes his mind and opts for his runner-up. Well, we've seen that happen twice with Jason Mesnick and Ari. And then Bachelor ends up alone at the time of the final rose ceremony. Well, we know that's not it because Clayton ended up alone. So they came up with four theories themselves or potential options of what this ending could be. What is this that the show is promoting that has never happened before? Joey went on Chicks in the Office podcast and said, Look, I haven't watched every season. I don't know every single detail about every single season that has aired before me, all 27 of them. 
But he said, from what I was told by producers, this has never happened before. So that's how he phrased it. And based on what I'm hearing, he's right. It hasn't happened before. Here is what Us Weekly came up with as their potential options of an unprecedented final rose. Joey proposes and his finalist says no. And they say it's up for debate if Clayton officially proposed to Susie, but having a ring that stays in your pocket doesn't count if you ask us. I can tell you that's not it. One of Joey's eliminated women returns to scope up the rose. Could Lexi come back after her early exit? I can tell you that's not it. Joey's final pick ends things during the final rose ceremony, but then comes back and changes her mind to accept. Cassie Randolph did dump Colton Underwood on season 23 before opting to try dating, but they were never engaged. Semantics there, but that's not it either. Joey's first pick declines his proposal, and he, Gasp, proposes to his runner-up, and she accepts. I can tell you that's not it either. So Us Weekly tried, and they have not figured it out as well. That last one I've always, I mean, this is something that I think gets thrown out every season. Like, what if the first person he chooses says no, and he goes to a second one? Well, there's nothing remotely romantic about that. The second one wouldn't really feel, I mean, she would find out eventually, and it would be really shitty if they didn't tell her in the moment. The, the, the Bachelor can't do that and be like, hey, I just proposed to someone else. She said no, but uh, no, I really want you. Will you accept my proposal? The final two girl would never say yes in that moment. The only way she would say yes in that moment is if at the time she's not told he had just proposed to somebody else because then she'd be thinking she would be the one. But it would only be a matter of, I don't know, days or maybe even hours before she found out what happened, and then she'd be pissed. And then she would probably dump him in that moment because she'd be like, that's ridiculous. You didn't tell me you just proposed to someone. So I think you could cross that off forever. That's never going to happen. So us weekly tried a lot of your guesses. Um, you know, I think it's coming soon. I, it's going to, I think it's coming sooner than later because I, I have a good feeling. I, I now know exactly what it is. It just need to fill in some blanks with that said. I know a lot of you are tuning in today to hear my response to the pictures that have surfaced online. Well, they actually haven't surfaced. They've been online since Joey posted a TikTok and um, Kelsey posted a TikTok. I've seen the pictures. I'm very well aware of them. And what I'm going to tell you is I'm looking into it. I'm looking over everything right now. So... Those pictures, does it match up with what I've heard about the ending? It's tough to say because I need those details filled in. But just know I'm very well aware and I will address it when I have some answers. That's the best thing I can give you right now. Understand a lot of speculation out there, a lot of things floating around. Just need to check into all everything. Look at it and I'll let you know what I come up with because for the first time fully admit I've finally, finally been presented with some actual evidence, not, Hey, what about this? Like, because you can, 
look at those for both contestants that are in the final two and be like, yeah, but this girl like this or this person like this, Joey like this. Like there's plenty to go back and forth. The object is what happened here. So for the first time, I've gotten some hard evidence now in my face and I want to look at it and kind of go over everything and not make just some rash judgment and go from there. So also, I definitely want to find out the details behind the ending of what this thing is. And if I can fill that in, it might, all the pieces might come together for me. And then we kind of go from there. So bear with me on that. It's coming. Uh, I'll just, uh, I will let you know when it does clearly. So just bear with me. Moving on, let's talk a little Vanderpump Rules, because not only was an episode on last night, but there was a major feature article in the New York Times. Hey, I had a feature article in the New York Times about me about, oh, I don't know, 12 years ago when that was, 2011, 2012. God, I can't remember. But it was a long time ago, and yesterday, Tom Sandoval had a New York Times reporter follow him around for a very good amount of time. And my gosh, it was a very, very long expose or piece on Tom Sandoval. It wasn't really an expose. It just followed him around and he gave a writer a lot of access to his life. And looks like it was this summer when filming was going on. So we're going to talk about that in a second. Let's first talk about Vanderpump Rules last night. You know me. I've only watched... This season of Vanderpump Rules and the final three episodes of last season, the the three reunion episodes. So (laughs) one of the things I learned from reading the New York Times article on Tom Sandoval, and you guys are all going to laugh at me if you're Vanderpump Rules fans, you'll be like, yeah, Steve, we know. I've been watching the show since the beginning. I did not know that Sir stood for Sexy, unique restaurant. (laughs) I just thought they made up a name for a restaurant. I didn't know it stood for something. So congratulations to the sexy, unique restaurant. (laughs) Sounds kind of corny, but I had no idea. I had heard, even when I wasn't watching Vanderpump Rules, I knew about the restaurant, sir, just because... I would read stories about Vanderpump Rules and what was going on. I just didn't know who any of these people were, and I couldn't recognize them or pick them out of a lineup. But I would always hear when I read an article about Vanderpump Rules, oh, this happened at Sir, or their servers at Sir. I just thought they named the restaurant Sir. Didn't know it stood for anything. So last night in the episode, there was a lot of talk about basically, are you Team Ariana? or you team Tom because Ariana has laid down the foundation of you guys. This is what he did to me. And I would appreciate it if you didn't side with him or be his friend. And we can kind of see now with Lisa Vanderpump sitting the cast down almost individually sat down with Sheena and Lala last night and just said, look, I had a suicide of my family and never thought my brother was going to get to that point. He did. I see Tom is in that place or could be in that place or could be close to that place. You got to take it easy on him. And it brings up kind of a a topic that I talked about with Dr. Catherine Sanderson last week of, and and I think I've even brought it up on a podcast of when you get to a point with somebody that you want to have nothing to do with like Clayton 
and Laura Owens. Clayton wants absolutely nothing to do with Laura Owens, but then someone comes back and has very, very dark behavior or even even threatens to harm themselves if you don't agree to talk to them, stay in their life or whatever, because this has happened to me in the past, happened about 10 years ago. And it was a very difficult situation to be in because, and yes, it was with an ex. Did the ex piss me off? And did the ex do so many things that drove me up a wall and drove me away from her? Absolutely. But there's still an ex and there's still somebody that you cared about at one point. So when they say things like, please don't do this, don't leave me, I'm going to hurt myself, you know, stuff like that. And if you say bullshit, no, you're not, leave me alone. Well, what if they are being serious? It's just that, that, that push and pull of manipulation versus is it real? And on my ex's part, it was definitely manipulation. She knew by saying things like that, it would draw me back in because I wasn't just going to abandon somebody who was threatening to harm themselves. But I also didn't want them as, you know, a daily part of my life. It was, I don't wish it upon anybody. So what's happening on Vanderpump Rules is Ariana laying down the groundwork, like, don't be friends with him. I'm sorry. No. And then when Lisa comes in and her conversation with Sheena and Lala, And then Sheena and Lala relay that conversation to Ariana. Ariana's like, yeah, no, I'm not falling for it because her brother's situation is way different than Tom's. And she's basically not buying any of it. So now I feel like that conversation should have happened between Lisa and Ariana. I don't know if Ariana wants to hear it. And Ariana's going to talk back to Lisa and say, fuck you. I don't believe any of this. I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. I'm never going to forgive that guy. Or if she's going to eventually, as the season goes on, Maybe just understand it better. I don't think she's ever going to become friends with Tom again. They're certainly never going to be close again. But is she ever going to get to the point where she's different about it than she is right now, which is furious about him. I never want to see him. I don't want to look at him. I don't want to talk to him. And I don't want any of my friends talking to him or befriending him at all. Well, that seems to be what the struggle is going to be this year because of what Lisa is saying to Sheena and to Lala, who have relayed it on to Ariana who have related onto Katie and James and whatever. And we've already seen in the previews, they're being kind of cool with him and just like, not means they're going to be BFFs, but it's a tough position to be in. I've never dealt with that with my friends where there was a major cheating scandal and I had to side with one or the other. I've never been involved in that. I've just been involved in a manipulation, a manipulative uh, relationship where they would say things that made themselves the victim So if I questioned it, I become the asshole. And I don't wish that upon anybody. It was very, very hard times that this, that I was dealing with at the time. I can tell you since everything has been cleared up and things are a lot better. Um, And we're civil, which is what I've always wanted to be with every ex. I don't have any, I don't think I have any ex that I couldn't talk to and be civil with. And I'll always take pride in that because I've never ended horribly with anybody. That one was probably the one I got closest to in terms of ending horribly, but it, it was resolved. It took a while, took over two years for it to get resolved, but it did because there was a, I guess, come to Jesus talk is the best way to put it. And I learned a lot of things and it helped me. 
and it helped her. So, but I understand the position these Vanderpump adults are being put in by Ariana. And I think some of you are siding with Ariana on that. And some of you are siding with Lisa and saying, yeah, maybe while he did a horrible thing, you're really putting your friends in a difficult position because they were very, very close to Tom when you guys were together for nine years. So now they have to all end that because to appease you, it's a tough call. What isn't a tough call (laughs) is Tom Sandoval's interview with the New York times because this guy is off his rocker yet again. Like I don't understand what his deal is. There's obviously a lot. It took me 15 minutes to read that article. It is long, but it's really detailed and it's really interesting. However, once again, Tom not taking full responsibility for anything that he said or, you know, full responsibility for his role in everything. And then he just has a horrible job. He does a horrible job of trying to compare what he went through during the summer and what he guess technically still going through. And if he didn't read the quote, this is the quote that's going around. He said, I witnessed the OJ Simpson thing and George Floyd and all these big things, which is really weird to compare Scandival to that, I think. But do you think in a weird way, it's a little bit the same? End quote. In a word, Tom, no. It's not even close to being the same. You cannot, in a million years, compare your cheating scandal to a guy whose throat was stepped on for nine minutes and he was killed by a cop for the color of his skin. Please, please, please stop comparing yourself to George Floyd. Now, I know what a lot of you are going to say. Well, there's more context to it in that he was just saying how much attention he got. I understand. I know where he was trying to go with this quote. He just went about it all wrong. If you want to compare it, compare it to, I don't know, over COVID, Charlie D'Amelio blowing up. She was a girl that nobody knew, and then all of a sudden she had all these followers because she was doing dance routines on TikTok. That's way more relatable Because it's basically everybody was talking about her, just like everybody was talking about this. I'm not saying that this wasn't the biggest story in TV last May or March when it broke up, when it blew up and then the reunion show. I'm not saying he wasn't the most talked about person, probably top three in pop culture. But that doesn't mean you compare yourself to a man who was killed because of the color of his skin. You know what I'm saying? So I get where he was going. The execution, though, was horrible. I can't believe he said that. And there's so many other... I mean, Charlie D'Amelio is the first thing that popped in my head. I I don't even know if that's even a a, a good comparison, but it's just the whole point of somebody that nobody knows and then all of a sudden that, that person is on the front of everybody's tongue because of something that happened on, you know, something that went viral. And Scandival went viral. Charlie D'Amelio went viral. There's so many things that have gone viral. He could have compared it to anything in pop culture that got viral, that went viral. Not George Floyd's death, you moron. He also said in that article, they're treating me worse than Danny Masterson, and he's a convicted rapist. Again, I, I just, 
Just stop it with your comparisons. He's not good at that. Change it to something else, you know? I, that's my advice. He's obviously not going to follow it. Tom Zanival marches to the beat of his own drum, for sure. But, man, he's going to get crucified for that. Rachel Lindsay put the quote on her Instagram stories and said her and Van Lathan will be talking about it on their next podcast. Do you think they're going to be sympathetic towards Tom Sandoval saying that line in a New York Times article about him? Not quite. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Follow me on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. Also, hit play, please. Got to hit play. Downloads just don't count anymore because they go into your feed. Hit play as soon as you can. And if you miss a day, go back and press play on those days. It really, really helps the podcast. Again, the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Reader emails will be up in two hours from now, I believe. I don't know if we have a lot, but I'll let you know about that. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!